I'm Natalie, and welcome to Classic Throwback. This new podcast will be featuring reviews on movies, 70s, 80s, and 2000s music, TV shows, and pretty much anything in pop culture I come up with. Um, Today we're going to be talking about the fantastic franchise of Jurassic Park, so don't go anywhere. Would you like to make your very own podcast? Anchor is the easiest way to make one. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to Classic Throwback. As I've mentioned before, we will be talking about Jurassic Park. And uh, before we get started, though, let me just introduce Matt Ripley from the coach's office. I'm just glad to be here. Um, Yes, it's quite an honor. I feel like I should have signed autographs as I came in. Celebrity guest appearance it's a big deal i think especially to be on the first episode as a guest that's that's got to be up there somewhere no for the first episode we had to go really low on the ringer and oh then, i see what you're saying yeah. yeah yeah well that's fine budget cuts jurassic park though one of my all-time favorite franchises so i'll take you're crazy not to i'll take being here them. to talk jurassic park so jurassic park as not many people know was based on a book by the same name by Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 1990, I believe, is when that came out. And then Spielberg brought it to movies, to the big screen. In 1993. 93, and then... So what's funny is, so then the movie came out, and then everybody wanted a sequel, and Michael Crichton was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then Spielberg said, if you write another book... I'll make it into a movie, so they kind of agreed on that. Get some profits. So then, Lost World. He wrote Lost World, which was then turned into a movie, and that came out in '97. The book came out in '95, and then the movie came out in '97, and then Jurassic Park Three came out in 2001, but is not based on a novel. So it was all Spielberg on that one. Well, Spielberg came out with that one, and then he's helped produce. Since then, Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and then Jurassic World 3, which is right now scheduled to come out June 11th of 2021. Oh, snap. That's... Got to pre-order my tickets. Well, hopefully it's better than where Jurassic World left off, because uh, I wasn't a big fan of Jurassic World. I, honestly... Well, Fallen Kingdom. I wasn't either, but it's it's really hard to beat the originals, because... With Jurassic Park 1, it's so extremely timeless, and you can just watch it over and over again and personally never get bored. So I think the first Jurassic World, it it did bring that sort of thunder to it, but it was a little short-lived by the newest one. I liked Jurassic I, Park, the first one. Uh, Lost World was okay, and then I thought Jurassic Park 3 was a little bit better. But when Jurassic World came out, it felt like... The first one, again, like the excitement was there and uh, we're going back to the park. It was one of their big slogans. 
they had that gone back in. That was freaking awesome. I mean, it was really cool to see uh, some of the original pieces that were still there. And then for them to go back, I thought it was fantastic. Spoiler alert. When that T-Rex comes out of nowhere and destroys that hybrid, I thought that the entire theater was actually shaking. That was pretty cool. It was incredible. It made Dr- Jurassic World relevant again. Right. And then led into Fallen Kingdom, which I didn't didn't care for. I don't know where they go f- from here. Um, if you hadn't seen Fallen Kingdom, I'd skip this part. But um, for dinosaurs to be roaming around like that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just it it's felt like Lost World again, and I right. wasn't a big fan. So hopefully, if it if history does repeat itself, hopefully the next one will be even better. Well, speaking of history, so. the first film it, back in 2018 was selected for preservation in the U.S. National Film Registry by the Library of Congress, and they had determined that it was culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So the first film will actually last forever. forever. <laughs> so I hope you like them, because I sure do. <laughs> forever. There's, the there's video games, there's uh, rides, the Universal Boat Ride. Yes. Um, which the one Makes in Hollywood. You grab your pants. <laughs> I think you were the only one that grabbed your pants. Oh, no. But then uh, the Universal Studios Hollywood uh, rides getting a makeover to fit with Jurassic World, which supposedly uh, Jurassic Park and Universal Orlando will also be getting the same makeover eventually. So that'll be pretty exciting. Um What's crazy is you had a lot of movie companies that were trying to make a run at getting this uh, franchise, and it was Universal that came out on top. They were doing everything that they could to save their company, and so it's paid off because now, as of the year 2000 anyway, the franchise had generated $5 billion in revenue, Lord. making it one of the highest grossing media franchises of all time. So to say that uh, Universal and uh, Steven Spielberg's production company, Amblin Entertainment, they took a gamble and it paid off. It sure did. Speaking of taking a gamble, can I just say I would love to see the original cast, or at least some of it, in this next upcoming Jurassic Park movie. I think it would be awesome to see. Um, I'd like to see Sam Neill come back as uh, Dr. Alan Grant. Uh, They've actually said Laura Dern was interested in reprising her role as uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler. We saw uh, Jeff Goldblum come back in Fallen Kingdom for Dr. Ian Malcolm. So I think that that would definitely be a big win for the franchise if they can get some of the original uh, cast members to make an appearance again. Yeah, we need little Toasted Tim back. (laughs) Tim, Tim and Lexi make a return. That would be pretty curious to see, or see Tim come back as kind of like paleontologist. Yeah, like he's been, he was around Alan Grant, and he was all about Doctor Alan Grant, and so now maybe he kind of takes his place. Which everybody tried to say that Chris Pratt was supposed to be him, but that didn't pan out once Jurassic World came out. But I think that'd be cool. I I do too. I mean. Chris Pratt is a very good fit for that role, but I'd like to see the original cast back as well. I think Chris Pratt see is them interact. Chris Pratt is going to be himself, and I think that yes. he kind of carries 
the same sort of role. He Star Lord and and all these characters kind of all roll in together, and you know he plays Owen Grady in these movies, and Owen Grady feels like Star Lord feels like everything else. But I I mean I think he does a good job. I mean I enjoy seeing him in that in that role, and I think that he's done a good job uh, replacing the shoes of uh, Sam Neill as uh, Alan Grant, which he wasn't. Alan Grant wasn't in Lost World, so I mean, for Chris Pratt to appear in the third one, that'll make him, I think, one of be the person that's appeared in the most movies, uh, as far as Jurassic World is concerned. Mm-hmm. So that'll be big for him. All right, we'll have our closing comments on Jurassic Park right after this. This is Matt with the Coach's Office, and I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Kyle and I would love to have you come into the Coach's Office and enjoy an episode. You can catch those episodes on your favorite podcast app, or you can find us on our website, coachesofficeshow.com. Check out our blogs and all the latest episodes. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Um, so this episode, we've been talking about Jurassic Park and how very important it is in pop culture and society. It's been a big deal. I think that it really changed the way that movies are made. Uh, at a time before you had computer animation. CGI. And all those things and the technology like that. Uh, they made it, they did a great job creating the dinosaurs through robotics and puppetry. And so, uh, what it did for movie making and and just the scale and scope of things. It was the first time we really saw a, a dinosaur like that on the big screen. So uh, going forward, it's a special, special movie. And it definitely paved way and really reestablished Universal as a company. Yeah, it was a big deal in saving Universal Pictures. Uh, Steven Spielberg, obviously, I don't know many, if any, bad movies that he's made per se. Um, so I think that that it really shows what he can do as a movie maker. And I'll be curious to see what happens with Jurassic World 3 and and where they go from there. definitely. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'll sign autographs on my way out. I see a lot Mm -hmm. of people outside the door here. Uh, Yeah, it's busy. They knew I was coming, so I'll be glad to sign autographs. And uh, maybe I'll be back. Who knows? All right, guys. Uh, All jokes aside, make sure you like and subscribe and listen in next time. See ya. This has been a presentation of Classic Throwback, produced by Quotable Productions.